break something, man. Loud noises. Loud noises. <clears throat> Here we are again, everybody. Welcome into the van. Another BRV short with Wade and Hayden bringing you in the van to say hello. What's up? We got another couple of stories from the webs. It is your turn oh, yeah. to bring I'm a story tonight. Fully but, prepared. But yeah, we, we always chit-chat before we get going. Uh, how you been, man? What's uh, going on? Good. Um, I, gotta, I gotta get situated again. This happened to me last week. Not to jump right in it, but I do have a funny story to tell. Oh, already? Uh, yeah, it. it actually happened today, and as soon as it happened, I said, if I don't talk about this on the show tonight, um, I'm an idiot. But <clears throat> So anyways... My uh, three and a half year old. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's star of the show. Star of the show. He's uh, sitting on the couch next to me, and my uh, my Dotson Kirby. We probably talked about him before. He's laying on the couch. Kirby as well. Kerbotronic. Kirby Kerbotronic. Yeah. And uh, he's Kirby's not fixed. Kirby still has his balls. He does. He does. Yeah. And Harding looks down and goes. And pokes him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kirby growls at him like, like stay off, stay off the, my balls. The Harding says, uh, "Daddy, what are those?" And I said, "Those are his testicles, buddy." Okay. So you're just I just scientific. went right for, the, right, right for the proper noun. You know, I, let's I just don't go. expect anything less from. I you. was like, "Those are his testicles, buddy." And he's like, "He's like, oh." And I was like, "You have them too. You know those things that you have. That's what those are. Your testicles." And okay. Was, you just went there. Yeah. yeah. And he was like. Oh. oh, okay, and just like got it, like was like okay, I get that. Okay, he's you a won. boy. Yeah, he's a boy dog. And yeah. He goes, does Natty have him? Our girl dog. I'm like, nope, she doesn't. You know, she's a girl dog. Here we go. And so he got it, and he was just like satisfied with that answer. And then a little bit later, uh, Deanne's in the kitchen, and Harding just walks up to her and goes, "I have tentacles." <laughs> oh, <my laughs> and Deanne's God, like, "What?" Is and so he goes, "Kirby has perfect. tentacles, and I have tentacles." <laughs> Oh, dude, that is so perfect. That is... Yes! That's awesome! That is That couldn't be better. That could not so, be yeah. better. Uh, yeah. I, tentacles. I, tentacles. And Kirby has tentacles, and I have tentacles. I mean, all I could think about is the show Big Mouth on Netflix. Oh. I cannot get over this show. I'm telling you, when you said testicles... <laughs> I was like, he's going there already. Like at the very beginning, like at first I was like, why is your dad having sex wearing a messenger bag? And then I was like, whoa, that's just his balls. <laughs> that you should have that audio. That voice kills me uh, of his hormones. So but, yeah, I'm kids, so glad that you kids went never bald. cease to to mm. entertain. Yeah, oh, it was priceless plump tomato. <laughs> Yeah, so so he just good. goes on and on so, and on. So good, such a funny show. Um, but yeah, tentacles. Um, Cole uh, refers to his as a gym dog, so oh. that's what we call it. we Cole. Quit playing with your gym dog. I mean, he still we use the word wiener. Yeah, wiener. Yeah, we do gym dog. Gym dog. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's uh, just happened one day. Deanne always tells the funny story of. Uh, uh, when she was a little kid, her grandmother, or mamaw, as she was called, would call it uh, her, her frog. Talking about a, a vagina, would call it a frog. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not a kitty? Nope. Frog. Okay, a frog. Yeah. All right, that works. Yeah. Right, cool. Moving on. Um, yeah, I don't really know how Speaking to move on. Speaking of penises. <laughs> Speaking of penises. Um, yeah, that was so good for the the people that, that's a little bit of nostalgia oh, for yeah. our, you know, hardcore podcast listeners. That was like four or five episodes in a row. 
You just mm-hmm. had to segue into something it was penis. All penises. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a, it was a part of my life. We moved on. Dark period. Um, what else you want to talk about before we get going? Uh, well, hey, speaking of this kind of format, don't let me stop you here. You know, um, of us going through a list of things we're not going to talk about before we get into the thing we're actually going to talk about. That actually was kind of nice last time. Yeah. So, um, other than tentacles what else what else we got here uh did you see the thing with china <clears throat> so you know the uh china got rid of the one child policy you yeah know, that's i actually re- did hear about that because like they need more workforce or whatever yeah. it was yeah so get this china had a data breach <clears throat> exposing that the government had compiled record of every woman in china who is quote breed ready uh, obviously, that's translated directly from Chinese, but uh, it included their name, their address, their phone number, and their age. Um, like, I guess to in- make it to where it's like, uh, like a government matchmaking project where they were trying to get people together to make children. They're like, these ones are ready to go now. These are ready to go now. This is the breed ready list. Wow. They got busted with it. Like somebody. Data Man, breach. the things they do over there is just insane. That's that's extreme communism for They're you. They're just right? breed ready. <laughs> unbelievable well i remember uh when we were in our good run of doing a show every week and just doing crazy amounts of research uh i remember talking about china lifting that one Mm -hmm. child thing and about fertility clinics were starting to get overloaded and stuff with Mm -hmm. requests because they were like i'm gonna need that now yeah i'm gonna need that we've we've froze or too many dudes got themselves clipped you know or yeah just because we can't we can't have another kid you know like not going through that they're going around lying to women yeah they're like no no no, i'm good let's just practice like (laughs) come on just practice oh it didn't take let's try again (laughs) (laughs) they can just lie (laughs) <laughs> oh my god um also uh i'm sure that you saw the um the full house star um what's her name Lori laughlin oh yeah the uh, admissions thing yeah oh my god how crazy is that man yeah i, I thought it was funny because i it all it looks like to me is it's just a bunch of bratty rich kids that are getting buying their, their way into buying college. their way into fancy schools and she's going to prison like they, how does someone like her get into that is what they I find some know. shady dude that just knows who to pay off. Yeah. He's basically a con man. And after reading a little bit about it, I didn't read much how the scheme itself Apparently worked. Apparently, they were involved in, like, connecting these people. Correct. The They were parents. Yeah. They were parents, like, of children trying mm-hmm. to go to school at certain places. Right. So this there's this other guy, I forget his name, Winger, Singer, something Singer, I yeah, think. I don't know. Is the guy that was orchestrating all of it. He's just a sleazy dude that could pick out... He could walk into a room and he could pick out the person that he could turn. And then he would go approach that person, bribe them, turn them. And he just was very good at picking out the people that he could bribe. And he would go to these, he found two or three testing facilities like in the Grifter country. Like status 5,000. So he would bribe the people at these SAT, ACT testing centers mm-hmm. and then be able to tell these parents, you send your kid to this center, we can get them the exact score we want. Just pay me $75,000. But then he was taking it a step further, and he was like creating fake profiles of these people's kids so that they yeah. not athletes, making them look like star soccer players. Yeah. Paying, <laughs> paying coaches to recruit them and yeah. give them a scholarship. Crazy yeah, shit, dude. dude. It's crazy. It nuts. Money will get you anything. It's insane. Uh, you'll love this one. A federal appeals court in Michigan made a decision that it is, in fact, your First Amendment rights to flip off a highway cop. 
apparently That's freedom of speech. Yeah, apparently a lady got pulled Expression. over back in 2017 for like speeding or something like that. Uh, it apparently wasn't by a lot though. So whenever they got their citation, which apparently they wrote for like the minimal amount, they still put their finger in the air out the window when he was they, driving when, off. when he was pulling off. And uh, the cop pulls him back over and says, you know, I'm going to go ahead and write you another ticket for the amount that I didn't write you for the first time. So here's your other ticket. And yeah, I don't think you can do that. You can't. And yeah. uh, so uh went to federal court and the lady won. So yeah, you can, I, in fact, flip off the cop if you uh, want to. In what state? Though? In Michigan. Okay. In, in Michigan. Oh, yeah. We're who, knows, who knows what would happen In here. Alabama, they allow you. <laughs> you get the beat stick for that. Yeah. So don't do that in Alabama. Uh, you got any? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, I, 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 mean, I could go on, but I know that you, in the nature of you, have got one. I have a couple. <laughs> um, I the college basketball scandal that's going on is getting really, really good. Um, oh, you're talking about like the the stuff that's been going on for a while. Yeah, like, a starts year coming, ago or so. Coming to light now. All the all the indictments that came down. Yeah. LSU's basketball coach, this guy named Will Wade. Used to coach uh, around these parts, University of Tennessee Chattanooga. I know who Will Wade is. Yeah, and coached at UTC, and now he's some big shot that's caught on wiretaps. Oh my god! Talking about the way the phraseology he's using when he's talking about it, he's saying things like, "Why isn't this shit taken care of yet? It's not even. It's not that hard. Like it's only a hundred thousand dollars. This kid's <laughs> only going. He's not. It's not like he's a first round draft pick. He's going to be here two or three years." Like saying it in ways as though he's done it a hundred times oh before. Oh my god! So he's he's dead meat, right? Yeah. So it's it's getting really good. I just hope Kansas stays, stays clean. clean. I hope they were smart enough, <laughs> you know, to have a bag man. Or oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's going on everywhere. But then before you get in your story, I do feel like I have to address something. Uh, it might take just a minute, if you if I may. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to discuss the proper reaction at a um, um, food establishment. Um, to when your order is wrong. Okay, so we're going to kind of walk through a scenario okay. or two and kind of... I'm a fairly reasonable patron, so... You're a very reasonable person. <clears throat> so uh, I was with a friend of mine the other night, and we went to dinner at a place, and he asked for a certain type of wine, a Cabernet, and out comes a white wine. To- like, completely wrong. Like, like all yeah, opposite yeah. ends of the, the wine spectrum. Yeah, it's like, hey, I want a sliced orange... And then you get an apple. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he just takes it and he's like, dude, I mean, okay, whatever. You know, I'm not even, she's obviously doesn't know anything about wine. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. And here I am sitting on my side doing what we do for a living. And I'm, my, all my brain can think is, do you, th- don't you think that her boss would appreciate knowing that she doesn't know a damn thing about <laughs> wine? I mean, maybe he knows, but maybe he doesn't think it's going to affect his customer's service. So, again, my brain, totally different place in his brain. He was not even thinking that, all right? (laughs) So then something else came back, and it was messed up. And I asked him the question. I said, so when do you say something? Because (laughs) You're going to coach him at the table? (laughs) Because he he was totally ready to just take it and be like, you know what? Maybe I say something on my way out the door. But I don't know. I'll probably just end up just dealing with it. And I'm like... Oh, that's like killing me, right? Right, right. Absolutely killing me. So rewind a month or so ago to a dinner that I went to with some people from work, some other like-minded individuals, right? Okay. That also see things the way that I see them (laughs) in terms of the way that people's people operate. And uh, it went total, total opposite. So we got (laughs) some steaks 
uh, out of the 12 of us, seven of the 12 steaks were wrong, cooked wrong. Wonderful. Sure. Right? Bad. Bad. <laughs> they get sent back. They come back. We're pretty cool about it. Yeah. Um, I got something else. I think I got chicken, and it was delicious, by the way. <laughs> so the second set of seven comes back. All seven of them are wrong a second time. What are we talking here? Like ordering it medium and getting it well done kind correct, of nonsense? Correct. Ordering, okay. it, ordering it rare and getting it well done or whatever. Or just everything bad. Everything wrong. Yeah. Right? Every, totally wrong. So, And the manager gets dressed down to a level that I was not like proud to be associated with necessarily. Like it was, it was fun, both fun to watch from an, an outsider's perspective because right. this guy's face just progressively went to like <laughs> terror. You know? But um, two things: one, how do you not cut that steak open and check it before you come out of the back before uh, the second time? Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's also a crime to cut a, cut a, cut their steak. I mean, you don't do that. But, but at, at the others at the same time, a good chef that knows how to cook steak also knows how long and what heat to cook that steak to make it the, to the correct order. So that's what happened. I mean, it was steak flopped down, cut open, stabbed, shown to the gentleman, and it was like, what does that look like to you? It's brown. Yeah, it's brown. <laughs> uh, so any long or long story short, what is the proper way to react when something is wrong one time? Versus when something is wrong two times. Because you strike me as a person that wouldn't say anything at all the first time. Oh, no. no, I mean, I've sent stuff back. I mean, but I'm also not very picky, which is, uh, you know, like... Now, if I ordered a nice steak and it was incorrect, I ordered it rare and it comes back, like, brown in the middle, like, I'm going to say something. You have to, right? Don't get me wrong. I will. Like, that's not... But but if I were to order and they bring it back again, like well done again, I don't know how I'd react. It's never happened to me before, but I feel like I'd be like, you know, we're just going to get some dinner somewhere else. Like, you know, if the, if it happened twice, yeah. I have definitely walked out of restaurants before. Don't after, get me wrong. After having been there for like forty five minutes to an hour, like waiting on your food, that's that's just rough. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it yeah. is. It's one of those. How do you react? Because I'm again, pretty sure it would be a walkout at that point. Be like, you know what, we. Uh, we're going to just eat somewhere else. Yeah. See, I don't know. A couple of years ago, I would probably do that. And mm. something in my brain has, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't allow me to leave there without saying something to someone. <laughs> right. Like, right. It's like, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice by not <laughs> telling you how terrible that was. Right. You know? So anyway, I know that some people are like, just move on, but <laughs> get it and move on. But what, what are we really here to talk about? So tonight? what we're really here to talk about, um, Speaking of potentially something exploding, like uh, that manager's head. Explosiva. Um, so this was an article I was reading from the Associated Press, so I, I felt like it was fairly credible. Uh, but uh, in Spokane, Washington, a semi-truck crashed on Interstate 90, um, and this was literally just this past Friday. So right. you may have seen it in the news. After I read this article, I typed it into Google, and there's about a thousand other articles written about this incident. So you may have actually seen this in your news feed or whatever. But so the driver was a 47 year old man. Uh, he was from Chickasaw, uh, Oklahoma. Chickasaw, like uh, Cherokee, Choctaw. Yeah, I guess so. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did. End up, he he received a t- a ticket for unattentive driving when he crashed his semi at about 7:15 that day. Uh, it basically, uh, you know the little pull-off things that are 
they have like containment areas is what they're called or something like where a semi can emergency pull off of the interstate. Sure. They're not everywhere, but they exist. Yeah. I, my brain was going to like ones that are on mountains that yes. like the truck runoff it's into sand. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But anyway, so like a uh, parking area. He's, he just gets back onto I-90 and for whatever reason gets right off into one of those little containment areas doesn't realize that's what he's doing, and then just goes barreling into a snowbank. Got it. Rex. Okay? Um, so the Fairchild Air Force Base, which is nearby, they came in an emergency containment unit to come assist with this wreck. Okay. Um, so you may ask yourself, why would the Air Force Base send a containment crew <laughs> to did, come you know, help with the recovery seem... of the semi-truck, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, a local story. So I was talking about this with somebody um, that we know. I'm not going to say their name. But I was talking about Oak Ridge, okay? Sure. And uh, I was like, don't you know what went down in Oak Ridge? And they're like, what? No? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, like the Manhattan Project, all that stuff. Like, like but atom I, bomb, dude. I was like, you know that they, like, made all the nuclear material for the atomic bombs, like, in Oak Ridge, like, like right down the street. Right there, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the mountain, like, big centrifuges and all that stuff. And they were like, oh, no, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. And also, like, whenever they ship nuclear material out, which they do still constantly... They have to do it on semi trucks, and those semi trucks are right on the road right next to you. Like mm-hmm. you would never know it. They're generally like unmarked trucks. When they leave Oak Ridge, they do it in like I don't know how many at a time, but like it's one of those things where there's like six trucks leave at once, and they all go a different direction. Sure, you know, and you don't know which one. Oh, has something the, you see on NBC, but it, they yeah. really do that. Yeah, CSI. Um, to, you know, because it's nuclear material. I mean, we're talking <laughs> expensive. Uh, top secret stuff sure but anyways so that's a real thing like people really you could be merging especially you know we have pelsippi parkway that comes right out of oak ridge very near here you could be uh merging right on next to you know parts for a nuclear warhead not even realize it Mm -hmm. um so anyways this truck wrecks into the snowbank and they uh inside this truck is 16 2,000 pound warheads. Oh my God. Uh, not nuclear warheads, but uh, um, what are they called? Ballistic warheads. Got Just it. like it's not nuclear, but it's a big bomb. It's a 2,000 pound bomb. Uh, you know what Just I Just in a semi truck? Yeah, dude. Like loaded on a trailer, just covered in a semi shell, getting transported to the next place it needs to go to. Now, see, on the coast, maybe that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to see that shit in Kansas. <laughs> where they're, they're not. You yeah, know, it was probably headed to a ship because these were like Tomahawk style missiles, like the big ones that. In Spokane, Washington, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's right there on the coast. And so, there's an Air Force base gotta right there. Hide nearby. it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, okay. That makes a little bit more sense, but Jesus. But dude, dude in the semi. Hauling the freaking, it doesn't say they're Tomahawk missiles, but it's that kind of missile. You know, the big ones they launch off of ships. Think about what rank and how big of a badass that semi-truck driver is, though. To be in charge uh, actually, of that type of material. I, or do think, they, I don't think they know. I think that's... No fucking sure? way. No way. Because a lot of... Pardon I mean, my... No way. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. You honestly think that the Air Force It doesn't trusts- say that the driver knew what his payload was because i would imagine that trailer is sealed i imagine and the driver is a very well-trained person to act like I'm joe so, asshole right but but they i don't know they may just have it labeled as a type of thing like it they it may it might be like the label on the side of the truck might say explosive or something like that you know like the how they have the little labels that now, flip over. now don't get me wrong i realize that a ups driver doesn't know what's in the boxes <laughs> but but come on i'm just saying like with some of this stuff that like i would imagine that the uh 
like thing I was talking about with Oak Ridge, I bet the one that has it doesn't know he has it. I bet they all think they have it. Exactly. That's I what bet I they mean. think that they tell they tell all of them they have it. Right. So that's so that's what I mean. Like he may be driving a truck that he doesn't know. He just knows that it's military equipment and he's supposed to deliver it. And he doesn't. There's know There's no is. way he, he doesn't know he's got bombs in. Well, his he truck. also was clumsy and ran off the interstate with missiles in his truck. That's too. my point. Like, <laughs> there's no way they. I. I. But then again, who knows? You know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, Hayden. <laughs> Those weren't maybe, maybe those did not belong to the United States Air Force. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> and they belonged to somebody else. And then they found out that there was a semi truck full of bombs that they had to and go. The CIA took it off the road. Contain. Yeah, <laughs> the CIA said, "Are they active warheads? No. Okay, spike strip done." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's there's all sorts of safety protocols and those things to keep them from blowing. That up. sounds there's that, like you probably could like slam into it and they wouldn't blow up because of some sort of safety thing that those missiles have like there's a proper sequence to make it go off or something you know like yeah it's still scary to think that there could be yeah there's got to be some something that's got to be slid some little centrifuge or something for lack of a better word right. something that goes in there that activates the bomb mm-hmm. well it's like like plastic explosives like and that's not what's in those things but like it's like it's super safe until you charge it with a certain frequency and then it's extremely explosive so like you know you can't just accidentally blow up plastic explosives like it takes a certain frequency when you hit it right you know, but, right so i would imagine those warheads probably have something similar i don't know i'm just kind of making things up at this point but yeah i'm just thinking about rick our <laughs> fedex driver um <laughs> driving around and not knowing that he's got warheads in his truck like i just don't know man. i don't know but <laughs> I mean, he is a dipshit. So like, there's no way they're not telling him. Like, I don't know. I I'm I'm on record as saying that the guy that was driving that truck, like, legit thought that he was on the road. He's like a high ranking officer with our military, mm-hmm. or this was a rogue operation, <laughs> and they took those bombs off the road. Man, I don't know. And so a bystander saw it, so they had to report it in the news. Otherwise, we would have never heard about it. <laughs> like, it would have been one of those things that never made the news. Well, I have no idea. But I'm going to go. I, I think that he just might have known that it's a certain class of materials. I don't know. I but, like hot but takes. But not know what it is. I like hot takes. I'm going rogue operation. <laughs> I'm going that this was something that was not. we were not supposed to know about, these if, bombs. How about this? If you know someone that drives a semi-truck... Do they know what they're hauling like all yeah. the time? Like, ask them. Can that be a thing? It, have they ever been in a position where they were hauling something that was like I don't know potentially dangerous, and they found out after the fact? Yeah, that's yeah. So if you're out there and you know that answer, please let me know because I'd love to know. Because there is a I'm too lazy to Google that answer myself. I know so. there's a hierarchy of drivers, and like I know that the heavier the load. And the more dangerous the load, the more you get paid. I yeah, do know that. I would imagine there's so some... like those guys that are hauling that hundred thousand, one hundred thousand ton farm equipment and that kind of shit. Oh like, yeah, down yeah. down the highway like that stuff, dude. That, I that stuff is incredible. Speaking of that kind of crazy stuff, before we finish here, oh, we got time, dude. I saw one of those one time that was just like insane, and it was an I beam, you know, like a steel I beam. Who knows what they're building with this thing? Because this thing was like 
Okay, you know, I think a standard semi is like uh, 54 feet or 52 feet. Have you ever seen them where they were spread out? That's what I'm talking about, dude. This thing was like three semis long, like where nothing connected it. Yeah. You know, it was like a wheels at this end, wheels at this end, and an I-beam that, no joke, was 150 feet long. Mm -hmm. Just like... Seen that before. Like, I mean, literally, it goes on and on. Like, you could... A low car could go right under it. Yeah, like because that you could uh, Christmas was, vacation that shit. Oh my easy. god, like Fast and the Furious. Oh, I was thinking Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, where he goes under there happens in both. Yeah, but dude, yeah, I was like, like you know, like one of those things. Where like it just keeps going. Like oh my god, like let's look at this thing. See, I feel like I swear I've seen one where it was like hooked to a thing in the middle that was like a a cart of just wheels, like. There was like a oh, there was a middle. Part? There was a middle part that oh was just God. like four wheels. That probably is necessary on large things, but I just because I guess this was one solid steel beam. Of, but the like, one I remember, the one I saw was concrete. Uh, it said it might need the so the strength there, yeah. but but yeah, dude, that that beam was so long. I'm, it literally That's hilarious. Was, yeah, I've it literally had to be three semis long. Like that is crazy. Yeah, because, I, I mean they've got to plan out their shit. Yeah, you know. You can't go on any road. No, Even certain exits you probably straight. can't get off. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you're going. <laughs> straight. <laughs> where are we going? Straight. <laughs> like, I even just, it. like, too much of a hill, and you could, like, grind the steel, you know? Like, it was so long, I couldn't even believe it. A sharp curve? Yeah. You're taking up the whole roadway. Oh, yeah. You they, know? Well, they had the little, like, uh, wide load and flashing light trucks and all those, that stuff. Those pilot cars can eat shit, first of all. Because usually it's a dumbass named, you know chuck or tanya you know and they <laughs> don't know how to drive what the hell it, it, it i'm i'm ranting now i don't even know what i'm saying i don't i'm don't, with you they're like annoying they cars. suck i'm on the road too much i just hate people <laughs> all of them <laughs> you got anything to plug uh follow us on all the social medias at the big red van pod subscribe to this youtube channel slash uh podcast channel. yeah so if you're listening to this on any of the podcast uh mediums i need you to go to youtube and open up the youtube app i know you have it on your phone don't lie to me and i need you to open up and i need you to look look up the big red van okay look up the big red van on good YouTube, instructions and i need you to subscribe to that all right <laughs> because it's the same thing but you get to see us right so like you get to hey, you, get you to could s- watch you get on, to say on your tv everybody you, uses those you get to things. see our fresh kicks look at this look at this those look, are some pretty fly look, kicks shoe game i'm showing you the bottom of my shoes shoe game my shoes are not as on good fire um i'm yeah. rocking a jurassic park t-shirt no jurassic park yeah that's where it's at um we got you know what are we doing i don't even know what we're doing uh let's wrap it up pluggables done yeah and the big red van podcast at gmail.com listen, Send us uh, an email. listen this them. is this is going on and on and on but our listeners love it we had a review that i don't think we read yet. oh man uh well you're gonna have to pull it up because yeah. uh, i don't okay. have it i'm gonna but... disappear from screen for two seconds to grab okay. my phone okay all right, all right. he's gonna disappear because listeners out there we hey, appreciate the listeners would have had no idea and uh oh, of course and viewers because he just left but um of what they were expecting to get for it if you- oh Oh, yeah. oh. Um, we got a review, and you know how we always uh, guarantee if you give us a review, we will read that on air. And so um, we're going to read one. Got a new one. Yeah, we did. It was pretty cool. Oh, we got, I think we want to have two new ones. Oh, it might be a double header. You do one, I'll do the other. Okay, let me let me, uh, let me me get down here. Um, I don't know where the newest one is. Okay, this is the one that you're going to have to read. All right. Because that's, uh, I think you know about that one. 
Um, so, hey, guys. Great job with the podcast. Uh, by the way, this is from Audio XTC. Audio Kitsits. Sounds like a dinosaur, like Archaeopteryx. Audiocatits. Yeah. Um, But hey, guys, great job with the podcast. It's great to listen to on my hour drive to and from work. Perfect combination of perspective, news, and quirky rapport. If I could request a topic, I'd love to hear more on Star Wars. Amen. Oh, man. It's current state. I'm going to have to take that week off. (laughs) And then uh, in parentheses parentheses here, it's current state, the future, and any common debates, your review of each episode, etc. He really wants us to go for it. Yeah, he does. Um, Or a whole episode on sci-fi fantasy altogether, except Star Trek, which I disagree with you, sir. Um, Because actually, Star Wars is fantasy, and you know that. Uh, But you may actually know, slash remember me, I met you both in person uh, for a Hoth-like battle trivia summer last night yes i do remember this um went to uh, uh star wars night trivia and it was awesome uh but uh uh he says uh hint it rhymes with dak dak ps dak oh funny uh joke uh and my <laughs> it's a joke but that only you and him get Got yeah it. and myself are still up for a guest appearance if you'll have us on um or just me haha so we are the droids you're looking for may the force be with your podcast so uh yeah dude we're gonna we're gonna have to reach out to you and uh and get you on the podcast if you're wanting to get down because you know we love a good guest but uh yeah man that was uh that was a fun night doing the uh we almost won came close you know what question we didn't know they uh they wanted to know who plays the Ewok in Return of the Jedi, obviously in a suit because he's a little bear man. Uh, That's it. And he, who wears the, the, the Ewok suit that is also in uh, Harry Potter that is the guy that opens the safe when they go to the Gringotts Bank. Um, you know that guy's name? Peter Dinklage. No. Okay. It was not someone that famous. Okay. Um, no one knew, but... Uh, we missed that one and one other question, but I can't remember what it was. But mm. <clears throat> would it would it be uh, uh, what's the word if you are like against little people? Uh, sizest sizest size. Would it be sizest of me to say that that's the only little person's name? I know Vern Troyer. Never mind. I take those words out of my mouth. <laughs> I know two of them. I'm not sizest. I know, I know two. two. I, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Thinking in the, out loud in the episode. Thinking out loud. I think I'm good. <laughs> You know, like, I'm glad we wrapped it up that way. <laughs> that did. was very good, good, too. solid episode. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this silliness that we call the Big Red Van. Uh, please go listen to the shows. Go watch us on YouTube. Uh, but for now, we're going to catch you on the next one. <laughs>